0: Valence is a serialized fiction podcast with discussions and depictions of struggles with mental health. You can check our show notes or the transcripts on valencepod.com for a full list of content warnings and their timestamps. It's important to take care of yourself, especially here in New Candler.
1: Are you sure there's nothing I can help with?
2: Mahira will be back soon, and the two of you can work together with the document she's bringing over.
1: (sighs) Would it not have been faster to access them digitally? city hall put all their plans on their site ages ago.
3: Liam, please tell me you did not just try and access the blueprints on your phone.
1: I... yes?
3: (sighs) All right... Phone, please. Why? Phone, please.
1: Uh, Okay... (laughs) Hey! (sighs) My cappuccino! And my phone!
3: There. That should minimize the damage done. I'll buy you a new one. What the hell? We can't afford any electronic trail that leads back to us. Zero breadcrumbs to show Riley where to find us. Please, once you have your new phone, do not look up anything related to our work!
2: Dumbass. If it makes you feel any better, she's done that to me twice now.
3: You're welcome!
2: You can expense it out of the budget that you just readjusted for us.
4: I have a good feeling about all this. I got some great stuff here. And you weren't recognized. <laughs> well, it'd be pretty hard to see a middle-aged white guy with a receding hairline and blood pressure issues and recognize him as me. But yes, I was careful and we're fine.
2: Good. We've already lost one phone today in the name of security.
4: Oh, no, who was it? Grace didn't you learn your lesson last time? Friggin' my phone. Never ah, yep. That makes more sense. Hey! But I have something that'll cheer you up floor plans. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so it looks pretty standard at first glance. Boring and sterile and everything lining up with everything else. However,. They also had brochures of local landmarks and places to go over at the Paladide City Hall. And guess who offers tours of their main floors?
2: Mahira, tell me you didn't.
4: What, take a tour? No, of course not. No, something about one of the photos stuck out to me. Look here, the main atrium.
1: The proportions don't match. That door shouldn't be there.
3: No, it shouldn't. The brochure mentions a digital tour. Let me- Wait, how come it's safe for you to take Do a Do you at know how many layers of security I have on this thing? And anyways, I've got it. And does
2: it let you look through that door?
3: No, but Liam's right. Looking at the blueprints, that door shouldn't even exist. And yet there it is.
4: You see any other discrepancies?
3: Yeah... It doesn't let me go through that door, but I can go through the one next to it, and that room is shallower than it ought to be. It's like there's a hallway that wraps around and goes... who the fuck knows where.
1: What does it show for that spot on the next floor
3: down? Nothing. It's just... nothing.
4: It's shaded out, though. Like it's dead space or something.
2: Would they really be brazen enough to have the door to their evil secret lair just... Just sitting there? In the open? It's the main entrance, for Christ's sake. Tourists walk past it multiple times a day. Someone would have noticed.
1: Noticed what? A door marked authorized personnel only? That would occasionally have authorized personnel walking through it? There's nothing to notice about that. It would just fade into the background.
3: That's... Huh. It actually makes a fair amount of sense.
2: But... But there would have been building inspectors. People from the city. uh, uh, Officials whose jobs involve making sure plans are followed. Grace,
4: you're going to need to stop thinking like a bureaucrat. People miss details, gloss over things they don't feel like dealing with, And sometimes, sometimes people can be bought.
1: You think they bribed local officials?
3: Not necessarily. Riley's been scaling up production and announcing new locations, and, I mean, people want those contracts. They want those jobs coming into their towns or staying in the towns that already have them. When it comes down to it, I mean... If people are still willing to shop at stores they know commit human rights violations every day in their factories, then something as inconsequential as a small deviation from the submitted blueprints isn't gonna make anybody think twice.
4: Or it could be as simple as a change added later, after everything passed inspection. But regardless of how it got there, it's there. And I have a feeling it's our way in
2: all want a lot more information than a feeling before we move forward. Sarah, is there anything you can do with their cameras?
3: I... maybe? I mean, I can do it, but can I do it without anyone there spotting me? We had to be on site for me to get into the data farm's cameras, and that was nowhere near as shady as what they've got going on in the basement of this building. Hmm... That's fair.
2: I'd rather you take your time and do it safely than rush and risk putting yourself in danger. I... Oh. Sorry about that. I... Think with all the tension and planning today, I forgot to eat... ...anything. Not since breakfast. Iced coffee is not breakfast, Grace. (laughs) Technically, anything you break your fast with... Is breakfast.
3: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me dig the takeout menus out of here. How does the bistro down on hissop and twenty-third sound? Mm. Yeah.
2: Right. Sounds good?
3: Yes. Perfect. Okay. Everybody write down what they want. I am not having a repeat of last time when I tried to memorize all your orders and everybody changed their minds when I was halfway back. And uh Liam? Hmm? We're gonna need you to be the one to call it in.
4: You can use my phone if you want.
1: Uh, Sure, but why?
4: (laughs) Sarah and I are both blacklisted there. There's a story here, isn't there? Barely. I didn't know she was the owner's niece. You flirt with a cute waitress one time, and suddenly you can't go back to your favorite lunch spot ever again without an old man chasing you and brandishing a ladle. And
3: I was there too. (laughs) I see... And it was considerably more than flirting.
4: Okay, so you make out with a cute waitress one time. Hmm, four Four times. I regret asking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll go call this in and pick it up.
3: I can come with for the pickup just so long as he doesn't see me.
1: Alright, but I'm using your phone. You can do this, you can do this, it is a normal phone call just like normal people do all the time. Oh my god, why do phones still exist? Why do they have to choose a place that doesn't have online ordering? Actually, I think instead I'll die. I think instead I will- NO! Liam, you are doing much scarier things soon. Be a goddamn adult and use the phone like a real person. You can do this, you absolute idiot. Uh, hi? Uh, Uh, hi, yes, I'd like to place an order for pickup.
3: I don't know if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, but it's somehow more over and underwhelming than you'd expect at the same time, and somehow really fucking ominous if you're there at night. Out there during a new moon next to no light, it's like this chasm that just keeps going. Screws with your brain a little.
1: No, I I don't... I haven't traveled much since before... Since... Since I was a child. Uh, I went to London a few times. uh, Chicago once, I think. Uh, But the... uh, Regardless, I'm not especially outdoorsy.
3: (laughs) You, not outdoorsy? Well, you had me fooled. I never could have guessed that.
1: I admit... I don't know very much about you, but I also wouldn't have thought that you would be the sort of person who'd enjoy wilderness.
0: Oh? Why's that?
1: Oh, uh, well, uh, because computers, they don't... I I mean, they're not terribly... uh, rugged.
0: (laughs) Oh
3: my god. Liam, do I act surprised when you reveal interests outside of monochromatic clothing and Byronic brooding? I have
1: plenty of interest outside of brooding.
3: Yeah, my guy, that's the point.
1: Yes, well, I... Do you know when our train is coming? The food will get cold.
3: Ugh, Crimson Line always takes forever. And also, the food was already cold. It's salads and sandwiches. But don't think I don't notice you deflecting there. Can't slip that one past me. Not when I'm the master of deflection.
1: Sarah, would you- are- do- are we- uh, Sarah, do you think of me as a friend?
3: Yes? I mean, yeah, of, of course, but why do you ask?
1: I'm realizing how little I really know about you, and I suspect you know all there is to know about me.
3: There's a lot you can't find out from hacking someone's life. I can put together the what's and where's and when's, but when it comes to the why's, I'm just guessing most of the time. You and Flynn and Mahira are a lot better at that than I am. Learning those kinds of things needs some vulnerability on my part, some putting myself out there and I, I don't like doing that. It makes me feel too exposed. <laughs>
1: What makes you think I'm better at being vulnerable?
3: I just figured, you know, because you and Flynn are so close.
1: <laughs> Every bit of personal growth has been dragged out of me kicking and screaming by the people around me who actually know how to function in the world. Almost none of it starts out as my own idea, even if I acknowledge the value of it after it's been thrust upon me.
3: Hmm. Well, I guess I didn't know everything about it,
1: And I know a little bit more about you.
3: Come on, I want a seat. I don't feel like standing for the whole ride back. So, what are you up to tonight? Any exciting plans after dinner with everybody? Oh,
1: uh, not really? I was planning to stay back for a little while. Borrow some of Louis... Borrow some books on magic theory. I'm getting better, but...
3: But it never hurts to know more? I worry. I get that. It's hard going from not having anybody you really need to worry about to having... Lots of people you care about and want to keep safe. But so far, I've got to say, I think it's worth it.
1: (laughs) You reminded me of Luis there. That seems like something he would have said.
3: Yeah. Guess that means I'm right, huh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Oh, I wanted to thank you. What for? After he, uh, well... When I was intent on shutting everyone out and wallowing, you didn't push me to get up and go out. But you didn't let me push you away, either. I appreciated that. I think it was exactly what I needed then.
3: I think you and I grieve in pretty similar ways. I prefer to be left alone, but that's exactly why I shouldn't be. At least, not for a while. Give me a minute to deal and get myself back together, and then we can be around each other, but just coexisting for a bit. Actively trying to cheer me up when I'm like that is going to backfire, so I... I needed to be around people, but not really have to interact.
1: Exactly. You and Flynn got that. I think any grand gestures to try and be cheery would have gone badly. Like you said.
3: I'm not really a grand gesture sort of person anyway. I... Hmm. Okay, (laughs) here's something about me. So, some people show they care by making things for their friends. Cake or whatever. But I can't do that. And the reason is my dad's 38th birthday. I was this dumb kid with no money or transportation to go buy anything. But I knew I wanted to give him a cake. So I decided to make it. Trouble was... I had no idea how to make a cake, and I didn't trust any of the recipes I found because they were all different. So I tried to wing it, and I was so, so proud of myself until about 30 minutes in, when the house started filling with the worst smelling smoke you can imagine. The oven looked like the inside of a nuclear reactor after meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, this is us. So, yeah, that was my last attempt at any big gestures. And baking.
1: Probably for the best, all things considered. There's plenty of things you're amazing at. It's a little comforting to know there's something you're terrible at.
3: Hey! Rude! And after I was nice enough to pick you up a new phone while you were paying for dinner,
4: (laughs) (laughs) where
1: was that? Right, here we go. Page seven fourteen.
5: what the- Hey! What the fuck?
1: Oh, well hello apparently! Glad you still exist!
5: Well ha, 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 ha That makes one of us- What the fuck? Luis got fucking murdered?
1: I'm sorry, I tried to call, but- Yeah, well yeah, I
5: see that now, but Jesus Christ! Yeah. Well, fuck, Vance. So what are we going to do about that?
1: We're, um, we're going rogue, so to say.
5: Going rogue?
1: Grace and Sarah have relocated as many TEA assets as they can, and so we're just, we're, we're just going to go in and do our best.
5: Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You're still idiots. Do you have a better plan? Yeah. Don't fucking do it, dummy. Were you going to just go in there guns blazing without me there? Do you actively want to die? Oh my god. Hey, how did you know I was here and not- And Vamps, what the fuck is with your texts? Like, you kept acting like you were trying to mind your own business, but like, you didn't actually fucking want to. And I was gone for like, what, a fucking month at most? And what even is this? Like, you sent me a fucking meme. Like, look, there's a fucking cat in it. And I couldn't respond. Why would you do that? Nico?
1: how did you know I was at Luis's office? And, like, this is
5: why it's a waste of time to give a shit about me. Because sometimes, guess what? I'm gone. I'll just fucking bail. Because it's fun. And it's not even going to matter if something like your fake dad died. Because that's just what fucking happens sometimes. Poof.
1: I guess I'm just going to have to get used to that. And that seems like a choice I get to make for myself. I don't even know what that means. Why won't you answer my question about how you knew where I... Oh my god, you marked me.
5: No, I, I don't... I na- The tattoo is a mark. Oh my god, I thought I just kept getting really specific static shocks. It's not my fault, you're bad at magic.
1: You fucking marked me, so you could keep tabs on me. <laughs> you give a shit
5: about me. Uh- Okay, well, you kept texting me even when I wasn't responding. Yeah,
1: because I missed
5: you. Then stop that, stupid.
1: Not really a choice I get to make at this point, Nico.
5: I, I don't know what that means.
1: Do you want me to just stop texting you because you can simply say that if that's
5: the case? That's not That's not what I even fucking said, and you are avoiding the question. There was no question. Yeah, but, you know, maybe I don't even know what the fuck is going on anymore. Well, I clearly have feelings for you. What? Uh, g- g- dick feelings or heart feelings? Well, both, really. Well, then I guess we should make out. I
1: guess we... Wait, what? You heard me. I mean, yes, I did, and I agree, but is that really all you have to say about...
5: Uh, yeah, I don't think I feel like talking now.
1: <laughs> so, wait. I- Why? Well, because you asked me what sort of feelings I was having on the matter, and I answered, but you never... <coughs>
4: i <laughs>
0: Valence is a Hug House production. You can find more of our work at hughouse.productions. Valence is edited and sound designed by Julia Schifini. This episode was written by Katie Yeomans. This episode was performed by Josh Rubino as Liam and Liam's Inner Voices, Ishani Knitkar as Mahira Varma, Jordan Cobb as Sarah Harris, Katie Chen as Grace Chen, and John Westover as Nico Salvi. We'd like to thank some of our Indiegogo backers who helped fund our first season. Bob Raymonda, Dr. T. Love Josh Timlin Carolyn Rust Kat Schwartz and Michaela Voorhees Until next time, protect your magic.